Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The second hour of KJ and Don Darrow on WEEI. Thank you so much for starting your Sunday with us. 617-779-7937. Text line is 37937. And of course, if you missed any of the show, because last hour, that was heated. Well, not heated, but it was hot. You can check it out on the Odyssey app anytime. In fact, you can go there now and start the show over. Sometimes you have to decompress. when you, Mark, I got to say thank you for allowing us to have, well, both of us allowed for it to happen, to have a real honest conversation and dialogue without a bunch of diatribes and you know whatever you want to throw in there. It is not easy at all to have a conversation about race for 45 minutes in sports. No. No, it's and, a, you know I wish we weren't doing that, but yeah, but not it's where to is. do it, and I think it's an important you know conversation that more people should be having in productive ways. Yeah, if it could be an example, then let it be. So, uh, if there's an interesting story, and we continue with basketball here, is just as quick as we were celebrating, like ah, oh, Celtics probably won two in the East. Something that was supposed to happen still hasn't happened, and it doesn't look like it's going to happen, and that's KD and Kyrie leaving the Nets. How big of an issue is that for the Celtics now? So I don't think it's that big of an issue. I don't think it's ideal. I think it would have been better had Kevin Durant went somewhere else, assuming it wasn't, uh, you know, I, I was hoping that he would go to the West. You know, we talked yeah, about that. Right. I don't think it's a bad thing. And honestly, I actually think it's a better situation than, say, had he gone to, obviously, Miami. Um, but right. if or had he gone to Toronto, like I think Toronto would have been a worse situation for the Celtics, even if they gave up some capital and, and some big names to get him. If they had been able to keep the the majority of their core together and add Kevin Durant, I think that would have created more of a headache for the Celtics than just him staying in Brooklyn and playing for the Nets, even with Kyrie Irving, even with Joe Harris coming back, and if they add something along, or Ben Simmons is there, I, you know they'll be a team yeah. that you need to deal with. Uh, especially if they find a way to have a, a full season without a lot of injuries and Simmons comes back. There'll be something or a team you have to deal with. But I'd like to think with where the Celtics are right now, with how they absolutely destroyed the Nets and just punked them in the playoffs this year, and how they've added pieces, that I'd still give the edge to the Celtics in a series. Yeah, I, I'd still give the edge to the Celtics as well. Um, I, I still think it's interesting how these things didn't happen. For Kyrie and KD. One for KD, DeAndre Ayton, I don't think he expected for the Suns to match his deal that he was offered by the Pacers. Gets the deal matched, he gets that super max, and because it's only four years, he gets the he gets the max, but it's not a super max because he didn't do the fifth year. 
And because of that, he can't be unwillingly traded for a year if he doesn't want to go. And yeah. he cannot go for an old Supermax. I'm not going to try and match numbers, but in a biblical sense, you can't put new wine in old wine skins. Let me okay? just say this. Well, I, let me real, real, sorry, real quick. I think, and I think why it didn't happen for Kyrie is because of his because of his reputation. I think he was if if this wasn't Kyrie that missed half of the games and you know did more talking than playing, he would be in Miami, and that would be the bigger problem. And they would do that deal for Kyrie, but Pat Riley's not going to upset that apple cart. So if, if you're Kyrie and KD, and you went through a summer of saying I want to go somewhere else, and nobody took you, that could be motivation. That's what makes me worried a little bit about them with their motivation. I mean, yeah, they they would definitely be a team you have to be worried about. Simmons, Durant, and Irving, which by the way I think could fit pretty well together, considering yeah. Simmons doesn't really shoot the ball, right. but he can drive and he plays well. He plays good defense. Um, I, yeah, if you if you surround them with you know the Seth Curry's and the Joe Harris's and some they get a big I don't know they have like who is it Nick Claxton still Nick Claxton who get you know like if you're not asking for him to score you've got plenty of scoring in your backcourt and from your wings yeah if they all stay on the court and there's no big Kyrie Irving distraction at play next year right that's that would be a roster that you'd have to deal with in the I don't know if they'd be a championship level you know because the guys are older and the way they played injuries but if they were healthy you would have to have respect a healthy respect for that roster in the east and maybe one of the teams alongside uh milwaukee boston miami and then we'll see what james harden does i mean i know james harden's talked about coming back as strong as ever or whatever right he took less money to come uh, back to philadelphia just the one thing i was going to say about kevin durant though yeah it would be interesting if he does stay i i still expect him to get traded because if he does stay that's that's sort of a a I don't know. That doesn't look very good for Kevin Durant. It's like you came out, you demanded a trade, and you ended up staying. Like, who are you, Nikhil Harry or or, uh, (laughs) what's the the kid on the Bruins who did it, Jake DeBrusque? Like, come on, like that. You got if you're Kevin Durant, you say I want out. You better be out, or else you look weak. You look kind of feet. Like it just doesn't look good. Um, So I I wouldn't be surprised if egos come into play and he forces himself. To a new team, no matter where it is, which that could be a very good thing for the Celtics if, you know, he goes to a team that's not necessarily championship ready. So I'm not ready to just shut the door on the idea that Kevin Durant isn't going to be uh, traded. I-, I still think there's a chance he could be traded. Well, I don't think Kyrie's going to end up in L.A. because I think uh, Genie Buss and management are kind of explaining something to LeBron in a very slow, methodical way. And that is, you're not a Laker. You're not one. You're not Kareem. You're not worthy. You're not. Uh, you're not Magic. You're not Byron Scott. Okay. You're not Kurt Rambis to us. And so your demands, we've already given into them last year with Westbrook, and that was a disaster. So I think the Lakers are done hearing what LeBron wants and just say, you know what, buddy, finish it out. Try and win us another one. You're on your own. But we're not doing you any favors because you're not. You're you're not part of us. You're not Kobe. You're not even Michael Cooper, culture-wise, not player-wise, culture-wise. And I think Kyrie probably figured, hey, this was the one last, you know, Uno card that I could play, hopefully, you know, before getting the draw four. And the Lakers, you know, where they thought that, like, Westbrook for, for Kyrie would just be an easy deal, and they're like, nope. Well, here's because the good thing. I don't think they want to, I don't, I think the Lakers and the league, to an extent, is done capitulating to LeBron James. The good news for the Celtics is I think they're done 
living in the world where they need to keep up with what other teams are doing. Now, obviously, yes. that doesn't mean that they need to continue to, or that they can just stand pat and that everything's fine and they have enough, which they didn't do. They went out and got Danilo Gallinari. They went out and got Malcolm Brogdon. And I think that puts them in position to hopefully get over the hump, get over the top. And they beat Giannis to get to the They final. beat Giannis. Yeah, they right. have the high-end talent. They have Brown. Right. They have Tatum. Both guys you'd like to think um, are going to only get better. They're going to only play better. Um, so I don't think they need to worry about what other teams are doing. They're good enough, no matter what any other team throws at them, to counter. They're good enough. They just need to focus on what they need to do. So if they need another big, a veteran big, as as promising as somebody in the summer league might look, yeah. I don't want to hear about a summer league player. <laughs> Nobody in the summer league is going to impact this win this win now type of team that the Celtics have. You know, um, I, I figured out what summer league really is. All it is is NCAA. All it is is college basketball. You know when you went off to college. Yeah. All right, if you went off to college, and I remember when I was in high school, and my high, I came back. Uh, from, I was in high school, went to college, came back my freshman year, and the basketball coach was like, you know, some of those intramural pickup games are like really good high school basketball games. They're not college level, but they're really good high school games. That's what I'm watching with summer league. Just really good college games amongst guys who are. In the pros, like who are still college talent. Look, I enjoy the summer league, but we know how I the NBA works. It. We know yeah. how it works. Those type of players are years away from doing anything impactful, really. You know, unless you're the Warriors and you have this one rookie that in a spot, you know, or like right. big baby Davis with a loaded team, he could come in and as a rookie right. sort of contribute. In terms of being an actual real impact guy, you're years away from doing that at a real type of level. I would like to see the summer league be a mix of like veterans who are like you know like like an Isaiah Thomas who had been going off a of ten day contracts right like get some of those guys into the summer league as well. Well, no, 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 they don't do that. But, they play in the Drew League. Uh, yeah, but my whole thing is the Drew League is not like I don't know the paying league. Yeah. You know, so you know Drew League is cool. You do things for charity in high school and community. I get that. But, like, hey, why not get some of these guys that you, if you're going to think about 10 daying them all the way through the season, because they might show that, hey, hey, rookie, you can't get past this veteran who knows what needs to get done. And then Summer League becomes very interesting because I, you'll see people on their way up and people on their way down at the same time. Yeah, no, I hear you. There, there are things they could do. But they, I, I just think the Celtics. The Celtics are in a position where they don't have to worry about if the Nets get rid of KD or if the Nets keep KD and if they get, they're a good enough team to beat whatever the Nets throw out there, whatever the Heat or the Bucks throw out there. Doesn't mean they will, but they're good enough to do it, especially with the additions that they have. So they just need to focus on exactly what they need to do, whether that's guys improving internally, you know, uh, so and so getting a better jump shot or working on his not turning the ball over or a big becoming more aggressive on the rebounding on the boards. Like you need to just improve from within and tweak the roster, get another, like I still think they need another big and then they're going to be in a pretty good spot. If you do all that, you're going to be good enough opposed to other years dating back, you know, five, six seasons where it was like, okay, if you really want to compete with this team or that team, you need to completely overhaul this. You need to bring in this type of player. You need to, they they don't need to do that. They've got everything that they need. They just need to organize themselves properly and get on the same page and improve the specific areas they need to improve. You know, I have to give you props, Mark, because last week on this show, you were the one who said you would do the deal for Jalen Brown. For Donovan Mitchell, and then two days later, reports came out that Donovan Mitchell, that the Jazz would be listened to. So 
kudos to you for breaking that because I would later end up hearing your take. And then I was about to do a bit today called Burn Slow, but I was like, nah, I'll save the bit. <laughs> no, but but seriously, I think the Celtics have built up assets that they didn't have. Even I would say a couple of years ago, I know you're saying five years. I'd say even a couple of years ago, you'd say, okay, who in this room is tradable for a return asset that we need in terms of a big? Was it going to be? It wasn't going to be Nate Smith. It wasn't going to be Romeo Langford. It wasn't going to be Peyton Pritchard. You know, it wasn't going to be Semi Ojale. Oh yeah. So it wasn't going to be those guys. But now you have pieces that say, okay, you have a loaded backcourt, and does that mean that you could potentially piece together? You know, one of these the out guy who's in the an out guy in the backcourt uh, packages him together with somebody else to get a decent big to kind of help out with the uh, front court. You know, those are all those are all uh, all viable viable situations there. Yeah, even though you had Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum a few years back, that combination a few years back wasn't good enough to compete with other. Uh, teams in the NBA. Now it is based on where these other teams have gone. You know, guys have gotten older, teams have broken up. Now it is. So you don't need to worry about getting somebody or bringing somebody in. No matter what the Nets do or any of these other teams, you've got enough. You know, unless if Kevin Durant or if one of those guys, if Giannis went to the Warriors, you'd have a problem probably. Uh, But that's not going to happen. So you're good. 617-779-7937, 617-779-7937, text line 37937, KJ and Don Darrow. All right, still to come, we got a Red Sox parody that I, I it's very rare, Mark, because, you know, summertime, you don't do these every week, but you walk into something, the Red Sox literally walked into my parody made three days ago. Perfect. Plus, we'll talk about the Deshaun Watson situation, some NFL news, but right now, let's trend with Ethan. Take it. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. All right, time now for What's Trending here at WEEI and WEEI.com. The Red Sox got absolutely taken down last night against the Yankees, losing at a score of 14-1. to It was ugly and it did not really look pretty they beyond the very... They got cowgirled! <laughs> yeah, no kidding, no kidding. It, it looked good the first half of the first inning, and then from there it just it just kept getting uglier. Uh, you can <laughs> They play uh, the final game of their series with the Yankees tonight, or today, this afternoon, excuse me. You guys are making me laugh I don't know what's going on. I just joined in because everybody else... Uh, no, I'm just laughing because he said it got uglier and uglier. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Yankees play the Sox again at 1.35 p.m. You guys have me all over the place right now. You can catch the pregame show with Brian Barrett right here on the Shaza <coughs> Star Market WEI Red Sox Network. That'll be at 12.35 p.m. Round four of the U.S. Open is currently underway at St. Andrews, uh, wrapping up the championship tournament this weekend. Roy McIlroy coming off that monster finish yesterday is looking to try and seal the deal as he is tied up at 16 under with Victor Holland. Both have officially teed off, so things are underway, and the two leaders are in a horse race up three to the next closest player. You uh, said golfer, monster. I guess you could say. You said monster. <laughs> that was a monster shot he took to take the it lead. Was. It was. It was. It was awesome. I, like I said, I don't even watch golf, and I can. that was awesome to see. Uh, and then finally, the New England Revolution fell to Philadelphia Union last night in their match 2-1. to one. Revs are up 1-0 until ultimately giving up the lead with 15 minutes to go to a header, allowing a tie, and then a penalty kick in the 79th minute to seal the game, and they play again in a few days on July 23rd. And that is what's trending here at WEI and WEI.com. Trending brought to you by McDonald's. Download the app, join my McDonald's rewards, and start earning points good for free food every time you order. Excludes delivery, download, and registration required. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Thanks for checking out KJ and Don Darrow on WEEI, 617-779-7937, the text line 37937. So I guess the biggest noise this week, Mark, out of Patriots camp is not like who's in charge outside of Bill, but Nikhil Harry finally found a suitor in Chicago. And see you later. Yes, obviously. I mean, I'm just glad that he's gone. I think that was one of the worst draft picks in the history of Bill Belichick. Um, When you combine the timing of the pick, okay, the, the year he was selected where Tom Brady was sort of I don't know if I want to say on the fence, but he was teetering as to whether or not he wanted to stay, wanted to go. I don't know. We'll never know if that pick, if it was A.J. Brown, if it was Debo Samuel, if it was some stud. Oh, I can't stand when people do that. Can't do what? Can't do what? Because you can only go with the intel you had at the time. Okay. Right? At the time, Nikhil Harry was the right pick. He was a stud at Arizona State. All right, whatever. Fine. The dude had right almost 3,000 yards in two years. Fine. I'm just saying. I'll say this about Nikhil Harry. The jury is not out unless he fails in Chicago. But oh, if he's, he succeeds, he's, the jury's out. He's a failure. What? But, but wait a minute. What if he produces in Chicago? What does the narrative become then? Then the narrative becomes what's wrong with the Patriots system and why can't young receivers figure it out? Okay, but he's not going to succeed. I saw enough of Nikhil Harry, the guy. He's overwhelmed by NFL football. He is not going to break now, out or bust if, out. If we're going to play back everything that happened with Nikhil Harry. Remember his first year here, Tom Brady was on his way out. His second year here, Tom Brady's gone. His third year, it's Mac Jones. Now he's gone. So part of the narrative with Nikhil Harry, and I'm not saying this guy, you know, blew me away outside of the physique, which I strive to have, is that there was a lot of things going on. 
that by time it ended, a lot of nothing happened and a lot of nothing happened. Right? So you come I mean, into the league thinking Dude, he, no, he you was in, awful. He was a clunk machine. Like, he couldn't do anything. Nothing was smooth. I mean, he looked, he tripped things, over himself. Oh, wait like, a minute. Wait a minute now. And things have been smooth since he's been here? Right? Like, no. He's been here when all the tumult from this But how, how did, how has Jacoby Myers found a way to thrive? Jacoby Myers wasn't even a receiver. So that's a totally, you see, you see what I'm saying? No. Jacoby Myers was like, look, I've got to learn this to be in the league. Now, if we're going to talk about one's desire in the game, I can't question that. All I say is this. I'll give Nikhil Harry a season and a half. To see what he does in Chicago. If it does nothing, then it's something we've already seen. But if he's done something, then there was something there, right? It's, it's the story of Jim Plunkett, right? Like, I, I Jim don't Plunkett know. It was a bum. What they raced at a number one pick on him. He was horrible. Goes off and wins two Super Bowls Look, with the Raiders. Maybe he'll become Darius Butler. You remember Darius Butler? Like did nothing when he was drafted here yeah. as a cornerback, but then went to Indy and was like a serviceable player for them. Right. Like I, he maybe will be. He never was a star, but maybe he becomes something like that. I guess if that's the case, I would still sort of raise an eyebrow as to what's going on with the Patriots. But I, look, the guy is not gonna. He's not gonna turn into an impact player. I, I'd be shocked because if that's the case, then Bill Belichick would have some real explaining to do because there's no excuse. There would be no excuse for Nikhil Harry to be as bad and as maddening as he was here and then go to Chicago, of all places, which is not some offensive uh, you know, nucleus, to right. go there and then have this amazing season and turn his career around. There'd be no excuse. We don't even know if uh, Josh Fields is, is any good or whatever. Right. You know, like, we, they, they can't go there. Maybe, maybe if he was going to Kansas City – and he had a really nice time there and did well. I, I could understand that a little bit more, Andy Reid, Mahomes. But Chicago, there's no excuse for that to happen. And if it did, the Patriots would have a ton of an- uh, questions to answer. Yeah, some great podcasts at WEEI.com that are getting – because right now this is the most exciting thing about the Patriots is talking about the future of Nikhil Harry now that he's gone. That's just how it's been slow. But look, some really good podcasts, of course, Hart and Fitzy with the six rings and football things – and then the newest first in Foxborough with our own Kyrie Thompson. Yeah, give Kyrie's Ch- podcast a listen. It's good stuff. Yeah. yeah, so we'll give them both a listen. I mean, I know you hear Hart and Fitzy a lot. Yeah, give Fitzy you know? and Hart's too. I, you know what? Kyrie just doesn't tell jokes. I think that's really the difference. Fitzy is gold. <laughs> Him and Andy it. Hart, that's that's gold. Right, so, so, that, that's, so they're, they're a tag team wrestling yeah. duo that, you know what I mean, like up there with the Road Warriors, maybe, maybe the Rock and Roll Express, you know. Um, but, you know, first in Foxborough with Kyrie Thompson would be the newest of the football podcast here at weei.com. So give them a listen as well. So around the league, something interesting happened over the last couple of days. We've been talking to Deshaun Watson situation. And I've, I remember, Mark, people like, oh, get that Deshaun Watson defender off the air. He, he's making me sick and puke. Well, get ready for something with your Cheerios, brother. The, the Texans just settled 30, 30. 30 of the cases okay, against Deshaun Watson. Now, remember how I'd said in some kind of hodgepodge way, which it always comes out, but that's the idea, is that, hey, wait a minute. If this was done at a facility or involving the Texans or the Texans had knowledge, it would be much harder to give Deshaun Watson this super long suspension because there would be kind of like a little bit of a co-conspirator in the mix of everything. So by the Texans getting... Uh, 30 uh, settlements done. 
I'm buying that Deshaun Watson doesn't see a suspension probably longer than Ben Roethlisberger at four games. You know, this this is what I expected. Like, I expected something like this to happen. I expected them to find, I don't want to say loopholes, but find a, way to maneuver, gun. find a way to maneuver themselves into a scenario where Deshaun Watson is not suspended for a year or a ridiculous amount of games, even though he should be. They will find and maneuver a way into that not happening. So I'm not surprised that this has unfolded the way it has. Or it I, would, appears I to wouldn't be. say should be because at the end of the day, it's really a he, he said, she said. Now, if he had been convicted yeah. or there was an ongoing trial that, you know, that because two grand juries didn't find anything, if one of them did and he was on trial and trial date coming up, then yeah, you get him out because guess what? Really, dealing with your freedom is more important than football. So football will help you and just say, you're out this year. But because that didn't happen, you just can't say, well, you're out for a year just because some he said, she said. And again, with Roethlisberger, there were just claims of rape. Okay. Yep. No one, people are saying inappropriate touching. So, Again, I think it. I, I started at six. I'm knocking it down to four games. I think it's only four games. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Uh, I think the bigger thing here is I, I still don't see the Browns competing. I still don't see them with him being out uh, however many games, him having played in a year plus at that point. The Browns, you could take them off the list. They're not a resilient enough organization to bounce back from something like that anyway. I don't uh, think they're going to be good enough. If it's only four games, I'm buying the Browns to compete. I mean... He'll be able to play the preseason game, so he probably play one, two, Who three. Who do they have for wide receivers? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Amari yeah, Cooper is one of them. They also have Amari David Cooper. Njoku they just re-signed. Yeah, yeah that's right. Amari Cooper yeah, I, You know what, though? I keep hearing about Thank Njoku. You, like, and he's in, you know, he has the potential, but until I see more, like, I haven't seen enough from him. He's I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on he's that. He's a Johnu Smith. Well, yeah, he's it's like just a like, Smith. it was a guy that flashed, and I keep hearing his name, like he's the next big thing or that he's this guy. That, but I, I until I see a consistent... You know, he's not Darren Waller. Like, I need more from him. The blame is basically that just Baker wasn't feeding him the ball. Okay, right. so, we'll so they assume out. Watson will take advantage Right, of because him. Watson's scramble ability and to look down the field and still be accurate will help Njoko more so than Mayfield scrambling around and then trying to make look, a decision. Look, if the, Bra- if the Browns had Watson fully engaged and they knew exactly what they were going into and all this stuff was behind him and he was working out, and it, you know, then I would be in a different place. But it just looks too messy for me to buy in on the Browns and whatever culture they have or had ex- uh, established there. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I, you know, I, I wonder what the response is going to be because I think people are starting to figure out is that you can yell as loud as you want at Daniel Snyder. He, you can't make him sell the team. You can, you can get mad at LeBron, and you can't make him sell his minority shares in Fenway Group. And I think if this, this thing comes back as a low number, there are going to be a bunch of people yelling, and it's not going to change anything. And I think Deshaun Watson, for be it good or bad, is going to suddenly become this lightning rod because, one, of the amount of money he got, which is always a lightning rod. I mean, you can just walk and chew gum and I can't believe they gave him $250 million to play football. Oh, well, yeah, they did. But also with the case not getting what people hope that what social media was hoping, right? The, 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 the widespread hope is that Deshaun Watson gets the full year. And when he doesn't get the full year or even gets only four weeks, my goodness, the outrage. So let me ask you guys this question then, because yeah, I'm just yeah, kind yeah. of formulating this as you guys talk. Do you think that the NFL pushed for the one-year narrative and everything so hard, knowing that the Texans would settle out and do this to try to make themselves look like the good guys if he only gets like a four- or six-game suspension, and they can just be like, well, we tried, but we have an arbitrator now? Yeah, it, it's always tricky when, when Goodell, one of your bosses, 
is the Texans, right? So how can you go against your own boss, even if your boss is possibly complicit or has some type of hand or knowledge in this? You you know, you can't bite the hand that feeds you. And so, yeah, the NFL has to publicly say, oh, we won a year. But, you know, the arbitrator is not a court, and so it's a person they sit in a room and make a decision, hear the case, and it's over. Yeah, I think that's possible. I think the NFL could have been posturing for that. Um, You know, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see when the verdict comes out and how many games he's made. I just, again, maybe you can make the argument that depending on the suspension, Mm -hmm. that could enter another team into the mix in the AFC, which is already loaded as it is. So that's sort of interesting. I, I just think with everything swirling around Deshaun Watson, the trade of Baker Mayfield to Carolina, where the Browns have been, their inconsistency for the last 25 years, whatever, how many since Belichick's been there. Right. It just doesn't doesn't add up. It doesn't add up for me that they're going to be a team this year that I'd be worried about in terms of being a contender. Maybe they'd be in the Patriots level on that kind of leg, you know, nine and eight, like decent, okay, flashes, but doesn't win enough big games to really compete or contend. I don't know where the game is on the schedule what week. I know it's not within the first four weeks. So if Deshaun Watson only gets, say, a four-week suspension, he would be around for the Browns-Patriots game. And I, right now, would say, hey, I could see the Patriots winning that game if they don't have Deshaun Watson. But, you know, that's a win, I think, for the Browns if they've got Deshaun Watson. They play the Patriots October 16th. So they're somewhere like in these first seven weeks, like week seven, something like that. Right? Yeah, so, uh, week whatever, four. Yeah, it's the Browns, one, two, three, four, five, six. sixth game. Sixth game, right. So, so that's interesting because that's the number, right? If it's six games, then that's the last game that Deshaun Watson misses. And that could be very key for the Patriots in terms of momentum. But if it's four games, this may be the second game that, okay, Deshaun Watson got warmed up last week and now he's ready to go. The Browns, they're not competing this year. They're not going to listen to this stretch of the schedule. Okay. Chargers, Patriots at Baltimore, Cincinnati, at Miami, at Buffalo. That's tough. That's tough. Like, obviously, the division is tough, but then you're facing some of these teams that have really loaded up in the AFC East. Right. Like, if he's not there for the first four games and those first four games are not as brutal as that stretch right there then there, there's just not enough time in the schedule to play catch-up. Listen, let me ask you this question about the yeah. Patriots, okay? Because this has been bothering me, and I don't really know. I've been trying for the last few days to figure out the answer. Nikhil Harry should have stayed? Why? No. Why? <laughs> why okay. do I feel like this year? Because here we are, July 17th, yeah. and I feel like the narratives that we've co- that we've brought to the table surrounding the Patriots have really been the same since April. You yeah. know, nothing has changed. Why do I feel like there was just a lack of buzz Maybe it's personally, maybe it's a macro thing surrounding the Patriots this year because I just don't feel like their topics associated with the Patriots are popping right now and that there's just sort of a malaise around Patriots, you know, scenarios and situations involving the Patriots. Why does it feel like there's just not a lot of buzz there? What is it? The pack team normalcy for you right there. As somebody who's not a Patriots fan, that's how it feels for everyone else. That's not So if you're saying that for 20 years they were always contending... Yeah. Now they're probably not in contention for a real Super Bowl title, so that makes it less I wouldn't, exciting. I wouldn't even say like not contending. They're just like they're they're in that middle of the pack group now. Yes. So like no, nah, and there's not middle of the pack. It's towards the lower end of the pack. Okay, it's so like, that is that like what the it 19th is? Nineteenth of twenty. Yeah, because is, is it that I know subconsciously they're not going to be a Super Bowl team, so I'm I, just not as excited. I think it's even a level below that. I think they you, we know that this may be a losing team because you think about the dramas that you've had off season. First season, Tom's leaving. So there's that talk all summer. Then the ne- And then, okay, what does Cam do? 
Then, of course, COVID hit and the Cam situation. That leads into the next offseason. You get a rookie quarterback. So now, last year at this time, everything was Cam or Mac. Mac or Cam. You can't spell Cam without spelling it backwards and you get Mac. So that was last year. Now, because the Patriots didn't make any big free agency splash on the offensive end, it just feels like the kid who knows they've been bad and it's insane is calling in about two weeks. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you, you know something Santa's that's about to ask you if you've been bad or good. Because I'm, I'm, I'm excited about Mac Jones, but it just feels like, you know, he if can't you throw if, and catch. If you're he playing, throw and catch. Yep. No, I know. And if you're playing the underdog card, it just doesn't feel like the Patriots are going to be able to have enough or do enough to really it's, win it's or, under the underdog. God, that's what they're playing. It's, but but it's that's lower than underdog. You know, at least with the Celtics, they, it was fun. They were winning. Right. They were proving people wrong along the way. I, I don't see the Patriots having the ability to do that. Like, I don't think they're going to prove people wrong. I think they're going to prove people right. The only thing I think that could really rise up and be something to be real proud of this year in New England is Mac Jones. And we'll see what that can do for them and how far he can take them. But I think that, I mean, that's what I'm most looking forward to. It's Mac Jones. But see, when you say that, and I know we're kind of going around the mulberry bush about it, but when you say Mac Jones to have a really good season, then who are the receivers that break out? Because if you don't believe in the receiver core, you know, I I mean, again, I say Kendrick Bourne is the best one in that room right now. So there's a lot of hope that isn't exciting. It's like love, exciting. Well, Devontae Parker is intriguing if he can stay healthy, stay on the field. But not exciting. And I think they needed to go get some excitement. I'm going to tell you, the biggest biggest storyline, or I I guess the biggest X factor for the Patriots this year, and it's going to impact their season in 2022 and their future with Bill Belichick, I think will be their 2022 draft class. Because I think so much is riding on those group, that group of players after the class they had in 2021 with guys like Mac Jones obviously highlighting the list right you know and some of the other guys that they got that were productive you have to find a way to get some production out of that draft class i'm not you know ideally type well, i think I, I think you're already getting it you mean from okay so let me get this straight you're saying from the 2021 class 2022 2022 so this, year, yeah, this so, year's class those yeah, rookies every, they have to hit on that class it well, has to be rookie. It has to be Tyreek Thornton. Tyquan Ty- Thornton, yeah. Ty- 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 Thornton. yeah that, that's, that's the big name. But it doesn't have to be him. It could be it could be some of the Joneses they got as defensive backs if one of but those think, guys is a stud. I think, I, I think those will take care of themselves because that's where, I, if there's a bill I trust, it's bill I trust on defense to find those guys out of nowhere and make them into something because that's what San Diego just got, J.C. Jackson. We, so, you know, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, we know that receivers, if they're good, they can contribute right away. They don't have to wait two, three years. You can come in and right away you can play. If Thornton is that guy, I'm not saying he is. I'm not banking on him being it. But if he is, that's a huge development. If he turns into a go-to guy for Mac Jones, maybe not a number one but a number two, like somebody that you have to have on the field, then all of a sudden that changes the narrative surrounding the offense and surrounding the team. It moves them closer to becoming an offensive identity, and it gives them a weapon that they desperately need. And then maybe, you know, that also helps Mac Jones in his progression in year two. There are so many things associated, positive things, if a guy like Thornton specifically shows out and can play. But if Jones can play, you know, Jack Jones, like somebody like that can step in and be an impact guy. That's pretty good, too. They just need production from the draft class. If they get none, they're going to be at best what they were last year, at best. 
KJ and Don Darrow, WEEI, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Still to come at eh, 1045. Got a Red Sox parody for you that I guarantee Mark knows this song. If you don't, bro, we're going to go to the abandoned uh, restaurant at the top of the Prue, and we're going to have a discussion of how you go out of the window. Okay, I'll know this song. You will know the song. But look, when you talk about uh, uh, Taekwon Thornton, you know what picture comes to my head is the the infamous meme where there's the guy who's got his arm around his girlfriend who's got like the light blue dress on. Yeah. And there's the girl who's walking by in the red dress. Like Nikhil Harry seems to be the girl around the arm and and, and Taekwon Thornton seems to be the girl in the red. And okay. the reason why I say that is because could this potentially be another wide receiver draft disaster with the only difference is, hey, one you took in the first round at the end and the other one you took at your first pick in the second round. So yeah. I don't want to wish that on anybody, but then you would have to have the conversation of, hey, wow, you couldn't get it with Nikhil Harry as a first rounder. You know, you you put a lot of chips, there are a lot of chips on Thornton to come through. You need him for that future for Mac Jones. And if that doesn't happen and that shows up right away, you now have an extensive problem that may it may take a couple of years to get fixed, and by the time you get a couple more years, Mac is up is going to be up for for you know come out of his rookie deal. Yeah, it absolutely could be a uh, disaster. I mean, that's obviously <laughs> on the table. Right, I, right. I just you know I like to think they do have a lot of B guys. There's just there are some intriguing things in terms of you have some B type position groups where hey nobody sucks but nobody's great. And if those guys pl- elevate their games a little bit, we'll see. We I, I know that John Smith, I don't expect to bounce back and have a great year. Like, that's just not what happens in New England. If you come and you're not good right away, you're usually not good for the duration. So I don't think he's going to have a big year. I think Mac Jones' go-to guy is going to be Hunter Henry. That's going to be his binky, every, his blanky. And, and every defense knows that. Yeah, well, whatever. And I think Kendrick Bourne, like I said, you know, he's a nice player, but... You know, Andy Hart had him as a breakout player on one of his five people uh, that he has as a breakout player on WEI.com. I I think if he – like, I don't see him breaking out in a way that moves the needle, that changes the game for the Patriots. If he breaks out again – I think his breakout was last year. That's the end of last year, yeah. I don't think, like, this year he's going to break out even more than the way how he broke out last year. So I didn't love that. I don't love the prospect of him breaking out and that doing much for the Patriots. Another guy he had on that list – who I'd put a little bit more stock in, was Kyle Duggar. Like, if he broke out and really became a playmaker on the defense, he already is, but if he was even more of a playmaker, a Pro Bowl, all-star type guy, then we're talking about something defensively that you could work with. Another name he had was Christian Barmore. Like, if that guy could become an absolute disruptive force, then you're really talking about somebody you can work with. I'm not predicting that, but that's what they need. They need playmakers. Playmakers. Yeah. So, so let's call that list what it is. It's a prayer list more than it is a wish list. You pray that these guys come through. You, you could say it's it that a prayer way. list. Yes, it's yeah, a prayer yeah. list. It's KJ and Don Darrow. We wrap up next with a parody on the Red Sox, plus getting ready for the final game with this, uh, before the break, before the All-Star break with the Yankees this afternoon that you'll hear on WEEI. Thanks for hanging out. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R dot com. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. But he's very well liked. He's very well respected. Um, and, and, you know, the scouting report on him is that he moves deliberately, that he's not going to overreact. Um, and he's not going to step out in a negotiation and pay big. Um, and it makes sense that that's the way he would be. Um, because let's face it, in all the years that he was with Tampa Bay, uh, that's how they always did business. KJ and Don Darrow. W-E-E-I, that's Buster only talking about who Bloom is. And let's just face it. Just to recap the show, when we talked about the Red Sox earlier, Mark, I believe that if the Red Sox drop today's game, uh, Bloom probably takes a couple of phone calls or maybe a couple of key players to should sell. He, should, he, should he trade Chris Sale? I don't know if there's any value that teams see yet off of one start. And his contract. Yeah, but you know that could probably you might be able to still eat the remain some of the remainder. You might be able to split the lunch, and it's the last part of it. I don't know if Chris Sale is the one you get moved because if anything, you might as well keep him and just ride this out with him, right? Um, but maybe I, I don't want to put these people on the block, but maybe JD Martinez is someone that may you you may get a phone call about someone who says, "Hey, you know what? You guys are kind of slipping." Because again, just three weeks ago, this team was clearly looking like okay, this could potentially be the best of the wild card team of all the, all the teams, and you want to build off of that because all you need to do is see the Yankees once, and, and you could possibly make a run. I, now, the way this team is constructed now, absolutely not. I don't think that they should be selling if they're still in position for a wild-card spot. Simple as that. This is the Boston Red Sox. If you're still in position, you continue to fight for it because you have a roster that should be able to make a wild-card, you know, win a spot in that play-in game. They, they should be. Or, or maybe you think that, hey, what we have right now is still good enough to be the last wild card spot. Like, think about it. If you're the Orioles, you may be on the phone as soon as today ends. Say, hey, we get a bat. We're only two games away from the wild card. And look at the record of the Wild Sox in the in, in, inside of its own division. It's horrible. It's borderline madness. Like, if, yeah. you're, if you're right there to win the wild card, if you're right within a game or three games and you have the roster that the Red Sox have, you go for it. You try to get a guy, and then you worry about the rest later. I'm not selling, despite the fact, look, you wouldn't sell because you are prepared to lose these guys. Like, you're not afraid to lose these guys. But while you have them, if you're one game out, what are you doing? Why would you then, if you're okay with losing the talent you have, why would you then be okay with selling when you're one game out? That would be... There's no way I would accept that. Nobody would accept that if you're right there to win a wild card spot. You can't sell when you're re- when you're going to do that. Well, I've held my tongue regarding Heim Bloom for the most part and just let this season kind of play itself out a little bit. But 
Here we are at the trade deadline, and sometimes the best way to do it is put it in song. To John Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer, here's Sitting on His Hands. Hit it, Ethan. You ever wonder how many cell phones that Heim Bloom may have? You know, like one to call the police and report an ass beating by Tampa. And then another one potentially to make trades? Or are we just sitting on our hands here? Coming out of May was okay. Yeah. Cora's beard was rough. That April was tough. Yes, it was. That beard was sad and tough. June showed that they had the right stuff. They beat teams that sucked. It's on the schedule, so what? So what? The pigeon didn't hurt. Now the hype is long gone. Baltimore's hot. He's got more love for the Worcester Red Sox. He's the King George of Benway Park. Fans want blood. Give this team a shot. Whoa, we're halfway there. I'm blown. Sitting on his hands. Bullpen's trash. And it's eating at bed. I'm blown. Sitting on his hands. July started three weeks ago. How can Toronto families in Chicago for days? Damn Hanson Robles. Still they had the fans all amazed. Guess what blown game? Teams in Malays owned by the Rays. The Rays. Now the hype is long gone. Baltimore's hot. Heimbloom has got more love for the Worcester Red Sox. He's the King George of Fenway Park. Fans want blood. Give this team a shot. Whoa, we're halfway there. Heimbloom sitting on his hands. Bullpen's trash and it's eating at fans. Heimbloom. Sitting on his hands, sitting on his hands. Yeah, bring in Richie Sourmore. Do it, Richie. <laughs> Damn Sourmore, that's quick. All right, get Deakman in here. Now the hype is long gone. Baltimore's hot. Hot Bloom has more love for the Worcester Red Sox. Bullpen's trash, and it's eating at bed. I'm low, sitting on his hand. Yep, we're halfway there, people. I'm low, sitting on his hand. Sitting on his hand. I'm low, sitting on his hand. Whoa, we're halfway there, Mark. You're speechless, huh, Mark? Mark is laying on the floor of the studio. <laughs> well, thank you so much for hanging out with KJ and Don Darrow. Yes, the Red Sox, the game is today. By 7 p.m. tonight, there might be some sorrowful drinking and some trade moves make. Uh, Brad Fro Show, Brian Barrett next. Then, of course, Brian's got pregame. I didn't know that song. 
You did know that song. I knew that you're, song. you're off of the floor now. Yes. <laughs> you must have liked it or you were crying in pain. I yes. Yeah, and by the way, Baltimore beat Toronto uh, beat Tampa last night in eleven. Yeah, Baltimore's got the number. I, They're gonna fade sell, away. They're gonna fade up. Heim sell. No, no, you go for it because that's what you do. You're right there. If you were five, six games back with four teams in front of you, five teams, that's different. But you still have a chance. At Mark Dondero on Twitter, at KJ Carson, at WEEI, KJ and Dondero. Thank you for being a part of. Have a great Sunday. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.